It's 2022, so let's start the new year with a bang. That's right. This episode is sponsored by Blue Chew. What is Blue Chew? Blue Chew is a service that helps your Peter look impressive. And you could try it for free by using the promo code OPIE at checkout. Just pay the $5 shipping. And we are back at it. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to my little live stream from uh, from the ocean. Uh, Joseph Egan, you are first on the Facebook. You're first for the whole live stream. Here come the people. What's up, Scott Arsenal and Tim McConnell, Jennifer Ferris? Great to see you, Milt Miranda. Uh, Sergeant Mark Facetti, what's up, brother? Happy New Year. Happy New Year to you and, and everybody that supports what I do, especially the people in the, uh, in the private Facebook group. Uh, wow, it's so good to be back. What's going on, guys? Gary Krasinski. I, I was lazy for the last two weeks, man. I just wanted to chill out and say goodbye to 2021. Rachel, what's going on? Debbie up there in Boston. The Chippa, whatever the hell that is. Uh, Bob, how are you? Darren Albertson, how are you? Oh, my God. KC and NorCal, how are you? I'm, I'm even happy to see KC. What's going on, brother? Welcome to the live stream from uh, the ocean as the sun goes down. Let's see where we're at here. Oh, yeah. Getting close. I think it's like 20 degrees here at the ocean, but uh, I said, you know what? You got to... If there's no wind, you got to sit outside and talk to the people. So here we are. A lot of Happy New Year uh, coming in. Or Happy... Is it Happy New Year or is it Happy New Year's? I suck at uh, the plural thing. I mess that up all the time if you're really paying attention when you listen to my podcast. I had S's where you're not supposed to and vice versa. Or vice versa, I should say. Yeah, right on. We're at the we're at the ocean because uh, oh my God where do I begin? Where do I begin? Right before Christmas, my son was exposed to COVID once again, tested negative. He was okay, and then we were getting ready for Christmas. And every year we go down to Philly for Christmas or Christmas Eve, and we were getting all excited to see you know a whole bunch of family and friends and neighbors. We get to see like the whole. The whole uh, community, basically, tight-knit community down there. But then the word got back to us that, ah, COVID COVID is all over the place down here. So for the first time, and I think, um, well, since I've been with my wife, which is a long time now, but since having kids, let's just say, my son's 11 and my daughter's 8. No, she's now 9. Jeez, i got to upgrade that. Sorry, she's 9. Uh, we couldn't go down to Philly for Christmas Eve. There was just too much COVID around. Uh, a lot of people I know and love got hit with the COVID down in Philly. So ah, there were tears. There were kids crying. It's, it was just brutal. It was really, really sad. Then I tell my brother. I go to my brother. I'm like, yeah, we got shut out. We can't go to Philly this year. There's too much COVID down there. He goes, well, why don't you come over uh, Christmas Day over here? You know, it's not the same, but... We can make something out of it. We'll make Christmas cookies and we'll hang out and, uh, you know, 
kids could run around a little bit. I'm like, that sounds like a damn good idea, brother. And then uh, we're getting excited to do that after we opened up all the Christmas presents. And then my brother calls me and goes, bad news, dude. I got to cancel. There's COVID all over the place. <laughs> like, oh, my God. So we got shut out in my little my little family, my little circle. Uh, COVID shut us out Christmas Eve and Christmas Day. I know. And I'm not speaking out of turn. I'm speaking for, for myself and you. I guarantee it. I know so many people with, uh, with uh, the Omicron variant. So many people without getting into too many details. Um, so that sucked, but we still had a good Christmas. We had a good New Year's, you know, laid low, unfortunately. And then, um, and then my kids' school, they give us a little ring-a-ding, and they say, hey, we're going back online. And I'm like, what the hell? I thought we were over this shit. And it turns out during the break, I think the number was exactly 69. <laughs> 69 uh, COVID cases in the school community. So that means kids, teachers, and everybody else associated with uh, the schools my kids go to. 69 people. So they're like, that's too many, man. We got to shut down. We got to shut her down a little bit. So they're back online, and uh, they're trying to get the kids back to school uh, next Monday. But I'm, I, I already told my wife, let's settle in at the beach for another week or two, because I guarantee they're not going to open up uh, on Monday. But I think this is going to burn through uh, society quickly, hopefully. And then hopefully, I don't know, I'm not a scientist, and I'm barely a broadcaster. So why, don't even listen to what I have to say. You're stupid to listen to anybody on the cable news if you want to know the damn truth. But my two cents, just like your two cents, I think uh, I think we'll be in a, a decent. I think I could say the word decent. I think we'll be in a decent place uh, February first. There's Will, one of our one of our brothers, Will, uh, for the private Facebook group. He's been fighting COVID. He's been in the hospital, I think, five weeks, and he's doing a little better. But he's not out of the woods. He's been hanging out in a hospital for the last five weeks. Opie drama? How am I a drama diva? God, you guys are weird. Less of you in uh, 2022, that's for sure. I could guarantee that. Oh, why? Because I'm not all willy-nilly as far as the pandemic goes. I've stated and explained exactly where I'm at with the whole thing, and we don't have to rehash that right now. The only thing I will say, is if I was uh, younger, without uh, a young family, being an older guy, I got a younger, uh, young family, I probably would look at a, a lot of this shit a little differently. But with that said, whoever said drama, whatever he said, uh, you know, there's a lot of people I, I know and love in the private Facebook group. And, and there's COVID all over the private Facebook group at, at this point as well. And, you know, the, the, the schools decided, yeah, this isn't smart. We got 69 uh, kids that tested positive during the break. So not kids, kids, teachers, like I said. So we got we to gotta shut her down for a little bit. Just shut her down. Five weeks in the hospital equals 80,000. There you go. But let's yell and scream about Biden and Trump a little more. As nothing changes in our life. Ugh. God, medical... Uh, crap in this uh, country is completely out of control. We all know that. So we're back at the beach. The kids are online. 
COVID all over the place in my little circle. And then um, a casual friend of mine, I was, I was kind of seeing if that was them. My friend has a Mastiff, and he's a casual friend. We met through our dogs when I walked the beach. And my dog uh, plays with his Mastiff. Giant, beautiful, scary-looking dog, but just gentle as all hell. He really, really appreciates me and my dog because he's like, most dog owners don't want to play with my dog because the dog looks too intimidating. And at first, I'm not going to lie to you. That was our thought process, but then we got past that. And, and we're friends. You know, we see each other, especially during the, the season, the summer season. We see each other once or twice a week, and our dogs play. And uh, it's, a, it's a nice little relationship we have. Haven't seen him in about a month, obviously, because the weather's a lot different out here. Ran into him for the first time in about a month. Asked him how he was doing. He said, not good. He lost someone to COVID. And because I'm completely honest, I, I will tell you, underlying, underlying conditions... Actually, you don't know this person, so I guess I could say it. Uh, the person had a heart transplant, uh, what did he say, 20 years ago. So obviously underlying uh, conditions. Um, vaxxed, boosted, taking it very, very seriously. You know, the COVID got this person, unfortunately. And then he's jumping up and down. I'm just, I'm just repeating what he told me. So don't, as they say, kill the messenger. But he's jumping up and down. And he's like a blue-collar guy. Uh, big time. And he's like, and wouldn't you know it, uh, most of the people in my family still will not get vaccinated. I was asking them at the funeral, and they're like, <laughs> Just crazy. But that was um, also sad news, obviously. Very, very sad news. And then um, a little breaking news, but we're all kind of dealing with this, so it's not... not um, over the top breaking news. I'm uh, I'm in quarantine. I'm in quarantine. So we avoided the COVID down in the Philly area. We avoided the COVID uh, by not going to my brother's during uh, during the day on Christmas. And then I decide I think I could do a podcast with my friend Chris, aka Fish Guy Photos. So I'm like, you know, I know he's been safe. I've been safe. We're going to be on the water. We're going to be looking at seals. The episode is out right now. It's called High Seals. And you might have uh, might have noticed if you've listened to the episode uh, that, you know, he, he was coughing a little bit during the, uh, <laughs> during the podcast. <laughs> so I get the text this morning. He tested positive for COVID. I'm like, it's everywhere. I'm literally, look, you want to know how many people I see a day? This is how many. That's how many people I see uh, during the day. But I have to quarantine because my dear friend Chris, a.k.a. Fish Guy Photos, the star of the latest episode of the the Opie Radio podcast, has COVID. He tested positive and he texted me uh, this morning. I'm like, oh my God. So uh, I took an at-home test. I am negative, and I'm hoping I. Uh, I'm hoping that I stay that way. We'll see. I might have tested a little too early because we only um, we only did that podcast about three days ago. I'm in what's called quarantine, which is also called a Tuesday for me because I live my life pretty much in isolation to begin with. So it's it's a regular day for me, but technically, I'm in quarantine because uh, 
Uh, Chris, good old fish guy photos, uh, tested positive for the coronavirus. It's unbelievable. It was the only chance I took. I see Pat Duffy. Pat Duffy wanted me to go to his garage during the break, and I was like, I, I don't want to take the chance. Oh, you're saying you would have had it in your system by now. You're good. I hope so, as long as the uh, the at-home test is accurate. Uh, but I wasn't taking any chances. The one guy, the one chance I decided to take. Because that's what we're all doing. We're all weighing the options, obviously. And the one chance I took, the one person I've seen uh, close up, let's just say, in the last two and a half weeks is the guy that uh, <laughs> that tested positive for the coronavirus. He's doing all right, too. And I, I believe he's, um, yeah, he's vaccinated and boosted. I go on my social media and I see people going, I tested positive for the corona. And I'm just rolling my eyes. I'm like, we all are at this point. You know, I remember the first time someone in my circle tested positive for the coronavirus. You know, your, your heart stops. You're like, oh, my God. But now it's like it's a daily occurrence. You don't want to be that person on the social media, although I guess technically I am. But I'm telling a little story around it, I guess. But you don't want to be the guy or the gal that sets up their camera all dramatically on their social media to announce that they tested positive. I decided to tell you because it, it, it just figures that the one person, the one person I took a chance with because I needed to get an episode of the podcast out. That's all my news in a nutshell. It, it's been a crazy, crazy two and a half weeks, uh, starting with my son being ex- exposed for the second time. But now it almost seems like it's, I don't, I don't ever want to say it's no big deal. I mean, I think it's a big effing deal. Uh, 830,000 Americans have died from this thing. I was telling my wife, the one lesson I've learned through this whole thing, and look, a lot of you don't know me that well, so what I'm about to say you're going you're gonna to probably laugh at. But even in my just extreme shock jock days, I always had empathy I always had some kind of empathy. I always uh, checked on the people that we did crazy-ass shit to and made sure they were okay. I'm not trying to pat myself on the back, but it's important for me to say that because I always felt like I had empathy. And the one thing I'm learning through this whole pandemic is the amount of people out there that don't have empathy. It's really fucking creepy. I never realized to the extent... Uh, the people that just don't give a crap. And I was telling my wife just before I turned this thing on, I'm like, do you understand what 830,000 Americans is? I used to go to uh, a lot of football games, especially when I lived in Western New York. Big uh, Buffalo Bills fan. That's my number one team for real. I know I mess around by having a whole bunch of teams that I follow, but the reality is I always uh, put the Bills, especially in the last, God, 20, 25 years minimum, Oh, God, I think I got to up that to 30 years. The Bills have always been my favorite uh, football team. Uh, Living in western New York and also with the Jets sucking for decades on end, I I had to find another team. And because I lived up there, you know, I I fell in love with the the Bills. And I went to a lot of Bills games. And I've been in that stadium up there. And I've been in the stadium where it's been completely sold out. And I think a sellout is over 70,000 people for a Bills game. It might even push 80,000 people, especially when you start thinking about all the people that didn't buy a ticket that are just there. 
And I said to my wife, do you understand what 830,000 people, what that looks like? I go, I went to these games up in Buffalo. Let's say there's 80,000 people at a sold-out game. That would be that whole stadium is now dead from the coronavirus, and you got to do that times 10. I'm like, why is it this more of a big deal that we've lost so many people to this thing? (sighs) All right, let's talk about Blue Chew properly here. It's 2022, so let's start the new year with a bang. Guys, confidence can take you far in life. It can also help in the bedroom, especially when it comes time to step up to the plate. That's where Blue Chew comes in. Blue Chew is a unique online service that delivers the same active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis, but in chewable tablets and at a fraction of the cost. You can take them anytime, day or night, so you can plan ahead. That's right. Be ready whenever an opportunity arises. Process simple. You sign up at BlueChew.com. You consult with one of their licensed medical providers. And once you're approved, you'll receive your prescription within days. The best part, it's done all online. You don't have to go to the doctor's office. You don't have to wait in line at the pharmacy. All you have to do is go to their website, BlueChew.com. Promo code OPIE, by the way, O-P-I-E, to try it for free. So if you can benefit from extra confidence when it's time to perform, BlueChew can help. And we've got a special deal for you. Try BlueChew free when you use the promo code OPIE at checkout. Just pay the $5 shipping. That's BlueChew.com, promo code Opie, O-P-I-E, to receive your first month free. Visit BlueChew.com for more details and important safety information. And we thank BlueChew. Yes, we thank them. They're still with the podcast in 2022. Thank you, BlueChew.com, promo code Opie, O-P-I-E, to try it for free. How about that Antonio Brown? I wonder why no one's talking about... (laughs) You know, I think he's crazy. Man, he blew an unbelievable opportunity. You know, uh, the Buccaneers took a a chance on the guy. Tom Brady basically had to uh, say, yes, I will allow this. He had to sign off on that. Not only did he sign off on Antonio Brown going, going to the Buccaneers... I believe if uh, if uh, the news is true, Antonio Brown was living with Tom Brady. Can anyone back me up on that? Because I'm like anyone else. I, you you read something on the internet and you're like, that's, and then you choose what what stuff you just read on the internet to be true and what stuff is false. It's all you know. The theme of this uh, of this live stream, willy nilly. We we willy nilly look at all this stuff on the internet and then in our dumb heads we decide. Oh, that's true, that's true, that's true, that's false. But the reality is, how would you know if any of that stuff is true or false? You're just taking someone else's word for it. Vincent Scaramuzzo, I could trust Vincent. Correct. Uh, He uh, let him stay at his house at one point. So Antonio Brown was living with Tom Brady. Super Bowl champs, trying to repeat. They got a damn good shot at it. And then he pulls that horse shit. Oh, my God. I'll tell you why he's not crazy, though. No one else is going to give you this angle on on Antonio Brown. As you know by now, he quits in the middle of the game. Patriots, uh, Patriots, whoops. Buccaneers come back and beat the Jets. Jets played really, really well, by the way. Uh, There's some promise for maybe next year. And he decides, you know, 
He decides to take uh, his uniform off and his shirt because he knows he has kick-ass abs. And he runs off the field throwing his jersey in the stands. I'll tell you why he's not crazy. Because he didn't strip down and show off his dick. Uh, That's what a crazy person would have done. He was smart enough to know, I know this is crazy. And everyone's going to talk about this. This is a viral moment for the world. But I ain't showing no one my dick. Or, or he's got, you know, or he's got a tiny one. Or he might need the BlueChew.com promo code Opie. That's right, I said that. Free boners, people. That's why he's not crazy. Because he stripped down, he stripped down to exactly where he knows he looks good. Damn good. He wasn't going to go any further. Maybe, maybe his, you know, maybe his piece looks a little weird. Maybe it's a little crooked. Maybe it looks like uh, the banana commercials. Maybe he's got a bend. Or maybe he doesn't have much going on down there. Or maybe he's got wacky balls. But he knew damn well that he could not take his pants off uh, during that moment. And that's why, my friends, Antonio Brown is not crazy. <laughs> Rachel's back. Hi, Rachel. Happy New Year to Rachel. He doesn't stand in the wind in gray sweatpants. <laughs> Bravo. Yeah, he's got a bendy peen. Pat Duffy has seen those commercials. Who wants to guess the best commercial on TV? You want to play a little game? You, uh, you, you think Antonio Brown is uh, hung like a mushroom cap and that's why he didn't strip down any further? I don't understand why ESPN and all these other sports talk shows don't talk about the obvious. They all were like, oh, Antonio Brown's crazy. Oh, is he? He's shirtless with, like, ridiculous abs in incredible shape. And he knew damn well if he pulled his pants down, it would look stupid. You don't watch TV? So uh, the carrot penis uh, commercial is right up there. Well, that's why I was reminded of this little thing here, Will. Yeah, the, uh, the carrot penis commercial, because they can't show, you know, penises on TV, but it's okay to show, like, bent carrots and bananas, I guess, instead. So you get another stupid drug from Big Pharma. Hey, uh, we want to show penises on uh, TV. Yeah, you can't do that. Well, what if we substitute the bent penises with carrots and bananas? Yeah, you could do that. But the best commercial on TV right now, it's for the ladies out there, and I kid you not... I'm sure they'll be advertising on my podcast soon. (laughs) It's a deodorant for your twat. There's a commercial on TV. There's now a deodorant for your, for your, uh, for your, for your stuff down there. And what makes this commercial absolutely amazing is like, wow, man, how do we, how do we show that this product works? You know, it's deodorant. For, for the snatch. But we got to show the people out there that are watching that it works. How can we do that? You know, we can't have a guy like, you know, sniffing around or anything. Obviously, we got to keep it uh, between the lines here. They figured out, aha, let's film a yoga class. <laughs> and the money shot at the end of the commercial. I, I'm the only one that has seen this. The money shot at the end of the commercial to uh, advertise the uh, deodorant for the for the uh, you know for the down below on the ladies there, 
is there in a yoga class the lady lays down on her back i i don't know the name of the pose um, and and i do yoga so maybe someone could help me out she maybe it's not even a pose and they snuck it in there and she basically lays on her back puts both her legs up in the air and spreads them across the room showing that she has confidence to you know not hide that thing during a yoga class and the reason is because she used the deodorant on her snatch so weird when you see people it makes you a little paranoid maybe they're filming a tiktok video or something now my kids are yelling all right i'm distracted let's go to pat duffy get me back on track does the before shot have uh oh doggy i'm in the middle of this there's doggy doggy's like who the hell is on my beach be careful he bites be careful he bites that'll get him out of my way uh pat duffy what do you say it's so tiny does the before shot have the green stink lines like in garbage bag commercials? <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Doggy, what are you doing? You right? Oh, he is so happy to be back on the, on the beach, that's for sure. That is for sure. Um, yeah, everyone's saying, hi, Doggy. Hi, buddy. Oh, you're out of your mind. I just took you for... I just took this dog for a really long walk, throwing the tennis ball and stuff to tire him out so I could do this. Because he's kind of attached to me. Oh, here's the other breaking news. We added another pet to our family. And I got another thing to say. I want to breed my dog. I'm not even kidding. And then maybe I'll sell the dogs to like people in the private Facebook group. But I want to breed Doggy. He's still not fixed. And there was kind of an incident with the... Uh, with the neighbor's dog once again. It's the only dog he absolutely loses his shit over. He was humping this uh, dog so badly. I had to apologize to my neighbor up and down. And she's like, it's cool, you know. And then she was talking about how, like, you know, the smell's just right and everything. I'm like, oh, my God. I get it. We're trying to keep it all, like, PG here. And, and I, I had to explain to her, I'm like, your dog is the only dog that Doggy loses his mind over. I take the dog to the dog park in the city. He sees sometimes like 30, 40 dogs in one, um, in one time at the dog park. And, you know, he gets a little crazy with the dog here and there, but nothing like this neighbor's dog. And I've explained the neighbor's dog over the years or the last couple of years. Uh, this dog's on its final leg, uh, very, very close to having wheelies for back legs, just to give you an idea. And my dog just goes to town and loses his mind every time he knows uh, that dog is outside on the beach and just barks uncontrollably until we have to kind of, well, we can't let him out because we simply can't uh, control him. Um, and then at night, this creep, all of a sudden he wants to go out on our deck, right? And we're thinking it's nice and he's like... He's really quiet, and we think he's just chilling, you know, especially in the summer when it's nice and warm and the stars are out and the moon's out. And then we, get, like, we spy on uh, a doggy to see what he's up to. He's staring in the neighbor's window because he could see the dog. And that was the reason why he wanted to go out on the deck. This dog is smart. Where are you going, doggy? We can't play right now. 
Doggy, I know it doesn't look like a job to you, but this is my job, kind of. This is how we make money, you know, for your treats. And you've noticed the treats have been a little lame lately, so let me do this. Yeah, he's a creeper, Tim Fox. Doggy's a creeper. Look it in the window. Look it in the neighbor's window. Trying to get a, a peek at the, you know, the dog pussy. There's no way around it. He's a bit of a creeper. But, man, Happy New Year to everybody, especially the gang in the private Facebook group. Uh, I definitely missed you guys, but I definitely wanted to take a, a couple weeks off. And then, you know, with the COVID thing running rampant all over the place. Is it rampant? Rampant. Rampant, right? I decided in 2022 I'm going to try to pronounce words properly, so uh, bear with me. Oh, sorry, Jennifer First. Thank you. Well, I got distracted uh, with everything else. What pet did you add to your family? You left us hanging like we are all in gray sweatpants. <laughs> um, we got a guinea pig. It's kind of creepy how, how aware those damn things are. Uh, we chose not to get the rat. I believe I told you guys about the rat. I went to the Petco in uh, New York City. Of course, New York City. Oh, I'll leave you with this. Um, I talked about it, but basically I went to Petco because I want to check out a guinea pig for my daughter. So I go to the Petco in New York City, and my um, my daughter's friend's mom is at the Petco. It was, it was a couple weeks before Christmas, and she was she was checking out pets for her two boys. And in her hand, hands I should say, or in her arms, uh, she's holding a rat. And this is the first time I've seen this. She's holding a fucking rat. I swear to you, it looked like a New York City rat. And there are so many rats in New York City. I wouldn't be surprised that they're just catching them and then cleaning them up and throwing them in in cages in Petco. And I'm like, you're holding a rat and it had the ugly rat tail? There was no way around it. This thing was ugly and creepy. And she's just petting it like this, just like, oh, I love rats. I've had rats my whole life. Ever since I was a kid, I'm thinking of getting the boys... Um, a pet rat and her sons are the same age as my daughter so like eight or nine I mean you're getting your your sons a rat for Christmas and it had just the gnarly ugly fucking rat tail and I was asking the lady at Petco and she's like yeah the one problem with rats they really really smell bad their poo and I'm like oh my god why would you want that in your house we've had the guinea pig for like two weeks now and it smells a little bit I can't imagine dealing with rat a rat and it's poo but she's like, oh, no, they're a great, great pet. And I'm like, I, I, I've lived a, a pretty long life at this point. I've never heard of rats being uh, pets. Turns out they got the rat for the kids. They got the rat. But this is what I want to tell you. I, I did ask the lady, and, and uh, you might have heard this already, but that's all right. This is new for somebody. I go, uh, what's the difference between these rats that are in the store right now in that cage being taken care of and the rats that I see in Central Park when I'm on my electric scooter. She goes, the rats in the store are college educated and the rats you see in the park are from the hood. <laughs> and I laughed and laughed. But she, she has been asked that question because she was way too prepared. So then I'm way out here, way out east on Long Island, and we had to get supplies ready for the guinea pigs. So I went to the same, uh, it's a Petco, I'll tell you. Uh, there's a Petco way out here. So we so we uh, took the ride and we got some supplies. And they also have rats. But this is the difference. Their rats out here didn't look all creepy with the creepy tails and stuff. They look like rats you would almost think about uh, bringing into your house as a pet. 
And I'm like, that's the difference between living way out east on Long Island and living in the city. Oh, my God. And then I asked the lady, uh, I'm like, why and how long have uh, you guys been selling rats? And she said, uh, for a pretty long time. And I go, really? When did that come about? And basically, it was all the animal right, animal right activists. They hated the fact that a lot of these pet stores had mice and rats and stuff that they only had in the store to feed to snakes. So they, I think they started a policy where you can't buy their mice if they know you're going to feed it to their, uh, if they know you're going to feed it to your snake. So now they sell those type of animals uh, to, to pet owners that are going to take them home and do the right thing and love them and, and treat them right. I'm like, wow, I had no effing idea. So then I was thinking, where do all the snake people go to get uh, food for their, for their snakes if they can't go to the pet store anymore? All right, guys, that's it. We're back. Missed you all. We'll be uh, doing this on a, on a, a regular basis once again. If you gave me a few stars, I really, really appreciate it. It helps uh, keep me motivated. Motivated? I need to pay for at-home COVID tests. I need to pay down my Christmas credit card bill. So it's more than keeping me motivated. Now, for real, if you gave me some stars, thank you very, very much. And, uh, you know, you know the deal. You know the deal. We'll, uh, we'll talk soon. Have a great night. <laughs>